Chair, staff is ready when you are. Thank you. Good evening and welcome to the October 3rd, 2022 Sacramento Youth Commission meeting. The meeting is now called to order. Will the clerk please call the roll to establish a quorum? Thank you, Chair. Commissioners, please unmute and turn on your video. Commissioner Bergen? Here. Thank you. Commissioner Fong? Here. Thank you. Commissioner Francis? Is absent. Commissioner Galvez? Here. Thank you. Commissioner Hutt? Is absent. Commissioner Marin? Here. Thank you. Commissioner Morley? Is absent. Commissioner Obolo? Is also absent. Commissioner Rupri? Present. Thank you. Commissioner Miller Segra? Please correct me if I'm wrong. I'm sorry. Um, President, uh, it's Segura. Thank you. Commissioner Irvin? Present. Thank you. Commissioner White? Present. Thank you. Vice Chair Sue? Present. Thank you. Chair Hong? Present. Thank you. We have a quorum. Thank you. This meeting is virtual via Zoom. For members of the public who wish to join, please refer to the agenda for the Zoom link. Once you have joined the meeting and wish to speak, raise your hand to provide public comment when the chair confirms the public comment speaking period for your desired item. If you are online, click on the raise hand button on the bottom of your screen. In the mobile app, you can raise your hand by tapping the raise hand option in the more tab. If you're calling in via telephone to raise your hand, dial star nine, then, then to unmute or mute, Dial star six. Speakers will be called on by the last four digits of their phone number. You will have two minutes to speak once you are called on. We will now proceed with today's agenda. Please rise for the opening acknowledgements in honor of Sacramento's indigenous people and tribal lands. To the original people of this land, the Nisinan people, um, the Maidu, the Southern Maidu Valley and Plains Miwok, Patswan, Putwin, Wintun people, and the people of the Walton Ranchera, Sacramento's only federally recognized tribe. May we acknowledge and honor the native people who came before us and still walk beside us today on these ancestral lands by choosing to gather together today in the active practice of acknowledgement and appreciation for Sacramento's indigenous people's history, contributions, and lives. Thank you. Um, Rhonda, you have your hand up. Do you wish to speak? Okay, I will continue then. Uh, please remain standing for the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Thank you. The next item is public comments matters not on the agenda. Madam Clerk, are there any members of the public who wish to speak on public comments matters not on the agenda? Thank you, Chair. I do not have any speakers with their hands raised for 
public comment matters not on the agenda. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so then our first business today is approval of the consent calendar. Madam Clerk, are there any members of the public who wish to speak on the consent calendar? Thank you, Chair. I do not have any hands raised for this item. Okay, thank you. Are there any commissioners who wish to speak on this item? Um, is there a motion and a second for the consent calendar? Motion. I second the motion. Thank you. I have a motion by Commissioner White and a second by Commissioner Galvez. Will the clerk please call roll for the vote? Thank you, Chair. Commissioners, please unmute and turn on your video for roll call vote. Commissioner Bergen? Uh, yes. Thank you. Commissioner Fong? Aye. Thank you. Commissioner Francis? Is absent. Commissioner Galvez? Aye. Thank you. Commissioner Hutt? Is absent. Commissioner Marin? Aye. I'm sorry, was that an aye? Yes. Thank you. Commissioner Morley? I will come back to Commissioner Morley. Um, they are on the call. Commissioner Abolu? Aye. Thank you. Commissioner Rupri? Aye. Thank you. Commissioner Miller Segura? Aye. Thank you. Commissioner Urban? Aye. Thank you. Commissioner White? Aye. Vice Chair Sue? Aye. Thank you. Chair Hong? Aye. Thank you. And I will come back to Commissioner Morley. Is currently absent. Thank you, motion passes. We will now proceed to the discussion calendar. Item two is the briefing on Measure L, Sacramento Children and Youth Health and Safety Act, which is an oral report. Is there a staff presentation? I believe on the staff for tonight, is that correct? So um, my name is Jay Shanier. I'm the city council member from District 5. Thank you for having me here tonight, and I'm joined by two individuals who I'm going to uh, introduce in a minute. Before I get started, I just wanted to say briefly, uh, uh, I've been doing this for 12 years now. I've come before this youth commission and, and prior youth commissions probably a half a dozen times or so around issues that relate to how we support our young people. Uh, we've done a lot of good work together, and I just want to say thank you. I haven't run again, so I will be done December 13th, but it's always been a pleasure and something that I've looked forward to, to come before you and hear your uh, interest in the issues and also the questions that you have. So what we're here to do tonight uh, is brief you on Measure L and what that will do. Uh, I'm joined by two individuals, Monica ruelas Mares, uh, who is here, is with SAC Kids First and also working for the campaign, and she's gonna do a PowerPoint. Um, she'll start us off, and then the mayor wants to talk a little bit about his vision for young people 
and how this fits in. And then I'm here to answer any questions that we might have. So let's get right to it. Monica, you're up. Thank you, Jay. Uh, I have to say I'm a little bit jealous. You look pretty official in the chambers over there. Um, I wish I was there with you. Um, but good evening, um, commissioners. My name is Monica. Uh, I'm actually really excited because I, I have presented to a couple of you before and I'm returning back because we are uh, pretty much in full swing. Um, and today I'm tasked with giving you more information about Measure L and what it would officially do. So I'm going to share my screen. Um, and yeah, hopefully, uh, of course, we'll take any questions afterwards um, when we are done presenting. But just to kind of start off the conversation, again, my name is Monica. I use she, they pronouns. And I work locally for an organization called Youth Forward. And I'm also working for the Measure L campaign. I myself was a young person growing up in Sacramento. I'm actually from the Meadowview community. Um, so District 8 uh, is my home. Um, and I currently live in the Midtown area. So kind of around Sacramento, know, know a lot about Sacramento um, and have lived in various neighborhoods around here. But, um, you know, this is really a measure I think that will impact our youth. So all of you, um, you know, in the present as well as future generations of young people like myself, you know, my, my nieces and nephews growing up in Sacramento, as well as any siblings that you might have that are younger than you or, you know, uh, family members coming after you. So Measure L is the Sacramento Children Youth Health and Safety Measure, and this is how it will appear on people's ballots. And of course, we are SAC Kids First. Uh, we are a coalition of youth serving organizations in the city, and we really advocate for the city to spend more of dollars on youth services and programs. So uh, moving forward, here are some fun pictures of our volunteers and just youth that have been out uh, walking with us, um, as well as uh, some kid, kids, some kiddos in the community holding up signs for our campaign. Um, so just wanted to share that a little bit. Um, but SAC Kids First, we really started off uh, a couple years ago with the intention to bring this proposal to the city um, because we valued these, uh, these things listed above. And we hope that you know, we share these values with you all which first and foremost is empowering young people because we know they are the leaders of today as well as the future of Sacramento. And if we want a Sacramento that's full of, uh, you know, bright minds and lots of uh, just prosperity and an, a good workforce, a good and healthy and stable workforce, we know that we need to empower young people with the tools in order to get them there. Um, we also believe truly in investing in prevention so that we don't have to spend so much money on emergencies um, and kind of band-aid solutions um, to our issues, but we really try to invest in prevention to prevent emergencies from happening in the first place, um, especially when it comes to young people. We believe in equity because we know that a lot of our communities um, are just served differently here in Sacramento. Um, you know. You don't have to be kind of, uh, well, if you live in Sacramento, you know that different communities just have different resources. And so I'll kind of leave it there. And we wanna make sure that all kids in all communities in Sacramento have resources and programs available for them uh, to, to be able to thrive. Um, 
In terms of quality, accountability, and transparency, this is something that we also value. We know that in order to serve young people and kids effectively, we need to understand where we are at as a city right now. And so in terms of quality of programs and accountability, this measure, as I'll speak on a little bit later, is gonna, um, it has embedded in it some uh, basically form of accountability that the city would need to be able to analyze its spending uh, and the spending um, on the actual programs that would go to youth. So just wanted to share a little bit about our values. The goals of the measure are as follows, and I'll kind of go through these as listed. So supporting mental wellness and emotional wellness of youth. We know that this is something that absolutely needed to be funded pr prior to the pandemic years ago. And we know that it's something that's been even exacerbated since the pandemic. So we included that as one of the goals. Preventing and reducing youth homelessness, um, including youth transitioning out of foster care. For youth who are transitioning out of foster care, we know that that's a very vulnerable population and we wanna make sure that this fund um, includes them. Preventing and reducing youth substance abuse, preventing and reducing youth violence, as well as supporting the healthy development of kids ages zero to five. So those are just kind of like the top level goals of the actual measure. Here are a bit of the details. Um, so the measure would require the city to invest the equivalent of 40% of the revenues that it generates through its local cannabis tax. This means that it would not increase tax. Um, there would be no increase in tax on the businesses, consumer, or the city, um, or any of us citizens. It would use the existing cannabis tax and it would, the cannabis tax would be essentially act as a ruler. And we'd be using 40% of that for this children's fund. In its first year, it would generally uh, generate roughly $10 million of new spending on youth services. So this is suppl um, supplemental to what the city already currently invests in youth. However, we know the investments that the city currently makes are only one time and they're not stable and consistent. This fund would actually be a way that the city would have a fund every year for children's services. And a lot of local jurisdictions, including the city of Sacramento and other cities across the state and even the nation, the tobacco tax is used to fund services like early childhood prevention and so forth. And so we think that the city should start to see the cannabis tax as something similar, where we're actually um, looking at the cannabis tax and the money that's coming into the city as a way to invest in young people. So as I mentioned before, uh, we value quality, transparency, and metrics. And so this is kind of the idea that we have and the role that the Youth Commission and hopefully you all um, who will be here next year would have in, um, in this fund when it is being implemented, if passed. So there is going to be a planning and oversight commission that will be appointed by each council member. So uh, each council member will have an opportunity to appoint somebody that they that they see as a youth expert, somebody who's had experience working with young people. Um, this group would partner with you all at the Sacramento Youth Commission to develop a strategic plan, which would then also have a process to evaluate the impact of the dollars that are spent. 
this is very intentional on our part because we know that you all, you know, have been appointed for your expertise and your um, engagement in this uh, entire process of, you know, learning about the city budget, learning what the city should uh, prioritize and spend its money on. And so we active, we want you to actively kind of work with this group to create that plan and the process to evaluate the impact of money. Uh, the funds may be used to expand existing city programs or create new programs and other public agencies are also eligible. So for example, if any of you have had an experience with community-based organizations, they're also eligible for this funding. Uh, part of the fund will be dedicated to support city infrastructure. So there is written in the measure, uh, part of the fund would go towards allowing the city to build out a way to actually hold the fund to administer the funds and so forth. We know that the city, you know, needs infrastructural um, components to make sure that this measure is successful. Ultimately, the city council will make the decisions on how the funds are allocated on an annual basis. Go. Earlier uh, in July, when we presented to the city council, one of our pediatrician uh, friends who is actually also uh, working with us just wanted to highlight um, why we should, why the, sh the city should start to see the cannabis tax as something that can be used for youth violence prevention, substance abuse prevention, and so forth. And so the pediatrician, Dr. Lena Vanderlist, highlighted a couple of points, um, which you can read here, but I'll just say kind of a, a brief overview that uh, cannabis use in young adults can increase risk for mental illness or young adults dropping out of school. Um, it can alter short term memory. And so she also makes the case that we should use the tobacco revenue uh, or we should use the cannabis revenue or see the cannabis revenue as a cause, um, as an opportunity to fund prevention. So yeah, um, on Tuesday, July 19th, which was a presentation we made to city council, eight of the city council members voted in favor of placing this no tax increase measure on the ballot. Um, and yes, measure L will be on the November ballot for city of Sacramento voters. And here is my contact information. If you have any questions afterwards, I know we're gonna be taking questions after the mayor's comments. Uh, my email is here. You can follow us on Instagram for more information. Uh, we have a lot of fun posts, including um, you might see some familiar faces on, on our posts that we've been putting on Sackets first. I won't name who, um, but there are a couple of folks here that have been working with us and, and volunteering with us. And then our official website is yesonsackkids.com. So that's it for my piece. And I great. know the mayor is going to be chiming in after me. Yeah, thank you, Monica. That was great. Um, and I, I just want to say when, when Daryl Steinberg ran for mayor, he had three pieces of his platform, economic development, homelessness, and youth. And supporting our young people has always been a goal of his back to the days when he was in the legislature and a leader there as well. So Daryl, let me turn it over to you and talk about your vision on this and why you're supporting it.
I, I do see the mayor on here with us, but um, he's on mute. Yes, mayor, I am asking you to unmute. I'm off mute now. Can you hear me now? Yeah, um, it's a little shaky. Let's give it a shot. Hey, I can pull it. Can you hear me? Um, it's a very bad connection. It's always so um, Is that any better? Yeah, much better. Go ahead. I think we've lost you again. Hold on. I'll try calling right back in, baby. Okay. Well, well just doing the audio. Actually, you're doing fine right now. Go ahead. Can you hear me now? Yes. Is that any better? It's it's fine. Go ahead. Hello. Mayor, we can hear you in chambers. You can go ahead and proceed. And he just dropped off the call. Okay, let, let me see while he's trying to do that and we're trying to figure out the technology. Um, if you have any questions that are clarifying questions from Monica or questions generally, I can help answer. Um, I just had a comment. I feel like um, this measure sounds super, super interesting. Um, and I really liked the idea about not like additionally taxing um, the Hello? people of Sacramento. Oh. Hang on one second, Mayor. Go ahead. Um, uh, yeah, I was just saying I really like the idea of not additionally taxing, taxing the people of Sacramento because I think that's sometimes an issue like a great thing will be brought up, but then like, it's like, oh, well, you're paying for it type thing. Um, so I really like the idea of using the cannabis tax already to, um, in order to make a difference in the community. Yeah, this is really about, I think the city and the council saying this is a priority. Our young people are a priority. And so we need to support them. Mayor, you wanna go ahead? Yeah, is that, can you hear me now? Yes. Okay, that's good. Sorry, I apologize for the, technical difficulties. I just want to say thank you to the Youth Commission for the opportunity here. And it's an honor for me to follow both Jay and Monica, who are the leaders of the effort, uh, along with Sat Kids First and Councilmember Mai Vang. And I am proud to support them because this is, as Jay Chenier said a few moments ago, consistent with my vision as mayor for what this city needs to be. Uh, here's the fact of the matter, um, that while the city has done many good things and made many good investments uh, towards and for young people, it has not been a consistent and core set of investments for the city, in large part because the traditional definitions of public safety crowd out spending for uh, youth, for youth programs, for workforce development, for kids zero to five, um, for all of the other things that make a difference in our community, true prevention and early intervention. In fact, Monica said it very well, um, that we've used one-time funding uh, uh, a number of times in the city, including 
when we receive significant federal resources uh, through uh, the CARES Act and the American Rescue Plan. And we invested some $16 million from the Eric Rescue Plan in um, youth and a lot in workforce development. The problem with that is that while it will benefit about 400 young people, there's no continued funding to make sure that the next cohort of 400 young people can benefit from the same uh, workforce training and workforce development that we were able to provide on a one-time basis. So what's my vision for this city? I want workforce development, um, starting with young people in middle school and high school to be a core city funded priority. While the city is not a mental health agency, that's the county, I want us to work with our school districts and our community-based organizations to support uh, early intervention when it comes to mental wellness. What is my vision for the city? I wanna make sure that on Friday and Saturday nights and all times during the summer and as far uh, as, as we can provided that we have open community centers, open places for young people to be able to have a good time, to be safe, and to uh, learn something and to be with their friends. I want the after-school movement to always be vibrant and vital in our city and not have to worry about uh, where they're going to get the next dollar to support the community-based organization that's helping young people and their families. And so this measure is really important uh, because it will make a value statement for the city and it will guarantee at least a minimum level of funding every year so that uh, even in hard times, um, youth programming does not get wiped out as it has in previous uh, uh, times when we've lived through recessions and other economic downturns. And so uh, let's pass Measure L. Um, there's all the safeguards, as Monica said. There's the right kind of accountability. It's not a tax increase. And uh, I, I think this would be a wonderful thing for the future of our community. Great. Thank you, Mayor. Um, so let me ask the chair if there are, are any questions that any of the three of us could answer. Uh, we're here for you at this point. of the public who would like to speak on this agenda item? Thank you, Chair. I do not have any speakers with their hands raised for yep, this item. Three. There's three over oh, um, from the commission. Okay. Um, are there any members of, okay. I see there are commission members who would, would like to speak on this item. Um, Commissioner Rupai, would you like to start? Yes, um, I just wanted to comment on what I think about this proposition. I really appreciate the fact that this measure will support mental health counseling for children, which is much needed after the COVID uncertainty in our lives. I also like the fact that it expands job training and continues education programs for people that are 18 to 24, as the workforce has been very unpredictable re in recent years. Great, thank you. Commissioner Galvez, would you like to speak? Yes, thank you. 
Thank you for the presentation. It was very informative and I appreciate the efforts that the city is doing to make sure that youth, all of youth, especially my age group, is accounted for and that this is a move forward, um, that we're using the dollars available within our city. I do have a question just like on the general, um, I guess like move of it. So basically what we get from this budget will have will vary year by year, obviously. So will that yearly budget be analyzed and then revised on how it'll be used per year based? Like, do we have a, a set minimum that we wanna raise every year? Is there something that the city will be able to catch up with if we don't meet our, our goal for the year for the revenue, sure. how, how would that work? So the, the way this is written, it's an amount equivalent to 40% of the business operations tax that we charge on cannabis. Uh, this year, that's about $25 million total. So mm -hmm. 10 million of that would go towards the fund. We've increased every year, although I'm not sure that we'll continue to increase. COVID was good to cannabis. Um, the industry did very well during that period of time. So we'll see what happens. Um, so there's no minimum or maximum. It will fluctuate with the can sales of cannabis and that tax that's put in. But the tax has been fairly stable, as I said, and increasing every year. So we hope that the minimum would be at least 10 million a year coming into this, which more or less doubles the, the ongoing expenditure we have for young people. Right. And are there any measures in place just in case the cannabis industry um, fluctuates too much against this? Um, that would be a council decision at that point. Okay. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. I have to say, uh, Commissioner, I've always enjoyed your questions. I always enjoy your answers. <laughs> and you're, you're still at UC Davis? I'm still at UC Davis. I'm doing my last year for now. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Congratulations on your term so far. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Commissioner, or sorry, Vice Chair Sue, would you like to speak next? Um, yeah, hi. So um, as Monica said um, in their presentation, um, I've been working with um, Seconds First a lot. Um, Commissioner Merritt and I have been doing a lot of work with them. Um, and I just kind of wanted to talk to y'all about like, I don't know, like my experience with it and like what I think about the measure and like how like from a, a youth perspective, like what this is like looking like. Um, so I've been going out um, canvassing with Seconds First for like the past um, three or four weekends. Um, so basically I go, and I knock on people's doors um, and I ask them, like I have like an app that like has like their like name and like stuff like that. Um, and then I ask them like, I give them like a spiel about like what Seconds First is about. So I tell them that like it won't raise taxes on voters. It's used for like youth violence prevention, mental health prevention, or violence prevention, substance abuse prevention, homelessness prevention, um, and then like mental health and the foster care community. And then like ask them if they're gonna um, support the measure and stuff like that. Um, and yeah, I think that having like me being a youth and like me and my brother, when we go do it, it's like a really unique thing for people. Cause I think a lot of stuff that happens when um, people are canvassing, it's like adults doing the issues. And since this is an issue that like affects youth and I'm going out as a youth, I think that I have, I don't know, like I, I sway more people that way. Like they're like, oh, this kid is like dedicating his time to like doing something that he thinks is important. Um, yeah, and I just, I think that like the Sackets First team has been doing a really awesome job of like keeping this um, like measuring this campaign like really for youth and like not swaying it in like any way like not um, I don't know like using like the opposition's like rhetoric and stuff like that um, yeah 
And I think that it's like, even though we're getting close to like election day and stuff like that, if you guys think like this is something you want to do, um, definitely reach out to me and Monica um, and we can definitely hook you up with like um, volunteering and canvassing and stuff like that. Um, yeah, so it's just it's just been a really great experience and I think it's something that y'all can do to like get involved in your com community um, and really make a difference. So, yeah. And, and we hear you're just a killer at the door. We appreciate that. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I, 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 I do want to say, and say Leo's one of our best walkers yeah. <laughs> and your brother too. So thank you so much for that, Leo. Yeah, of course. It's been super fun. I, I do want to say that we think uh, us adult allies, as I think we are, really believe in young people being advocates for their own mm -hmm. future. And so we really appreciate what you've done. And I'm going to ask Monica to put her contact information in the chat if anyone wants to get in touch. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's a great opportunity. I highly encourage you all to do it. Thank you. Um, Commissioner Fong? Oh, yeah, I agree with the other commissioners that it's really important to spend more money on youth. But I was just wondering if there's anything else where there's like a set minimum amount of money or like a amount of money based off of something else that has to be spent on it, or would this be the first thing? Well, there would be the the 40% would come from the general fund based on what cannabis came in at. Um, and that would be put into a youth fund. That youth fund would operate kind of out of a five-year strategic plan that the youth commission would be part of helping to develop. Sorry, I'll just clarify. Is, are there like, is there anything else that there's like a set amount of money that like has to be spent on it? Oh, or is this like the first thing where it's like, well, I know this isn't set, but is there like other programs or something where a certain amount of money has to be spent on it? I think I understand. So I think this would be the first thing that in the city budget is required that kind of comes off the top first before we do everything else. Is that the question? Okay. Yeah, thank yeah. you. That makes sense. Thank you. We think you are the most important thing that we do in the city budget. So we want to make sure that you are first. Chair, it looks like you have one more hand raised from Commissioner Galvez. Thank you. Um, Commissioner Galvez? Yeah, just another really quick question. Um, just in case the budget isn't used in the fiscal year, would the amount of in, within the fund be moved on to the next year? Or would it have to be spent kind of like how we had to do the CARES Act money that had to be spent? Or would that be able to roll over into the next, next fiscal year budget? I believe it rolls over, but Monica, I wanted to, can you, do I have Please that correct? Uns, I, I believe unspent monies would get rolled over. And Monica says she doesn't have access to the chat, so maybe when we're done, she could put her address back up there. Right, I oh, believe the, the chat Claudia is. Claudia says, yes, the money, the money will roll over into the next year. So any, anything that's appropriated into the youth fund stays in the youth fund until it's spent. Thank you for the question. Thank you. Thank you for the text, Claudia. Other questions? Um, are, there any, are there commissioners who would like to speak on this item? Okay. So, so again, I just want to say thank you for having us. Uh, Mayor, do you want to get the last word in here? Oh, I don't know if he's on. Oh, he's, he's gone. I don't know. Um, so again, 
Monica, go ahead. Yeah, I just want to say, um, you know, as I was logging on and seeing all of your faces and like, just so like proud of you all, I'm sure, you know, hopefully your parents tell you, your families tell you, and you know, your mentors and the people around you tell you, but um, I think we all kind of know and understand that not every kid has, you know, a mentor yet or somebody in their life kind of encouraging them and, and telling them and supporting them um, to be something, to get involved. And so this this fund, I think, can really help us in the future generations of SAC kids to, to have that opportunity, to have more programs and resources for them. So, yeah, just throwing that out there because I just, I look at you all and I'm like, wow, y'all are also like, uh, what is the word I want to use? Like, you know, when you, when you sound, so is it eloquent? I think Articulate that's the word I eloquent. Yeah. I just, I just love being on your meetings because I'm like just every single one of you. And yeah, we need, we need more kids to be involved. We need more young people to be involved and um, as early as possible. So hopefully that's what this one would do. And yeah, we we would love to have you all out there with us. And shout out to Leo and or Vice Chair Sue, and also Commissioner Marin because y'all have been really great. So thank you. Great, and and I would just want to reiterate: after 12 years on the council, there are many things I will not miss. One of the things I will miss is coming before this youth commission and watching how much you've evolved and grown into really a policy advocacy space. So thank you very much for having us tonight. Thank you so much for being here. Um, if there are no further comments, this item is a receive and file, so no vote is required. Um, we will now move on to the next item. The next item is item three, update on the chapter 2.40 of the Sacramento City Code relating to boards and commissions generally. Is there a staff presentation for this as well? For background, um, good evening, I'm Mindy Cuppy, your city clerk. We have audio now. For background, last June, the mayor asked that the personnel and public employees P&PE committee establish oversight, facilitation, and staffing responsibilities for city commissions. So over the past few months, we have put some structural updates in place and continue to move forward with steps to uplift commissions' voices. The first is the foundational municipal code that governs boards and commissions in general. And it's important that you understand the underlying code that governs your advisory body. So I will take you through it at a very high level um, to brief you on that code. On August 30th, 2022, the City Council approved an update to the City Code Chapter 2.40, which is boards and commissions generally. As I mentioned, that is the foundational governing law um, covering boards, commissions, and committees who are appointed by the mayor or the City Council. Um, that code states that it is the intent of the City Council in enacting this chapter to assure that appointees for seats on boards and commissions possess those high ethical standards required of them to properly fulfill their functions, to disclose any conflict of interest that would render applicants and appointees ineffective in the performance of their duties or would jeopardize the interests of the city, to protect applicants and appointees against untrue allegations with respect to their background integrity, and to establish a uniform administrative framework for all city boards and commissions. 
So as you know, commissioners are appointed from within the community and are expected to represent the city as a whole while promoting community and stakeholder input and taking into account all viewpoints. So serving as a commissioner provides a way for residents who have special experience or interest to participate in the city's decision-making process by advising city staff and the city council on numerous issues. So the specific role of most commissions is to review and make recommendations to the city council on matters within its scope of authority and responsibility. And this is most commonly achieved by the commission at publicly noticed meetings serving as a venue for public input and participation. So as we continue to uplift commissions to the same expectations, standards, and processes as the city council, I'm really excited to be creating what I believe will be a model commissions program that other cities will want to emulate. We will be a model of transparency and inclusiveness. Our commissions will be inclusive with a diversity of voices, be transparent, all activities will be open to the public, will encourage public participation, will follow consistent standards such as the Sacramento Sunshine Ordinance and the Brown Act, and we'll have clear legislative history of the important work that they do. And again, we'll have a clear and consistent process for the commissions to communicate with and advise the council. So I'm gonna step through the provisions of this code at a very high level. There's no replacement for reading the code, which was part of your staff report. Um, so um, appointment procedures, you have all been through this, um, so I don't need to really highlight too much of it, but every applicant um, built, completes an application. Um, most of your positions are appointed by or recommended by a council member and then were voted on with the full concurrence of the council. And then vacancies um, are filled the same way of the appoint original appointment process. So failure to attend meetings. Um, we ask that you notify the city clerk uh, within four hours in advance notice. And if you don't, it's an unexcused absence. And so three consecutive unexcused absence from regular meetings are deemed a good cause for removal of the member from office. As you know, we do need a quorum to conduct a meeting, so it's important that you're attending. So terms, um, this one actually doesn't apply to you. So most commissions, their term is a period of four years, um, and the Sacramento Youth Commission um, is an exception, and you guys have two-year terms. So limitations on the number of consecutive terms. So no person shall serve more than two consecutive terms. Um, I mentioned this a little bit earlier. Each member shall comply with laws and requirements related to the member's office and including but not limited taking the oath of office, filing a statement of economic interest, and completing ethics um, and sexual harassment training. And again, failure of any member of a board or commission to comply is deemed good cause for removal from office. So meetings generally, each regular meeting of a city board or commission shall be noticed. Each meeting shall be conducted in accordance with the council rules of procedure. And if a quorum is not established within 15 minutes after the meeting's notice start time, the meeting shall be canceled. And of course, if necessary, special meetings um, may be called um, if necessary to conduct business. So ad hoc and subcommittees. So this is one of the big changes. So city boards and commissions may not establish ad hoc committees. However, they may establish subcommittees upon approval of the city council. We're still working on the process, but what would happen is the um, commission would request a subcommittee and then they would go before PNPE to discuss um, what that would take to, to do. And those would be subject to the Brown Act. So um, chairpersons, um, each chairperson um, shall elect one member as a chair and one as a vice chair annually. And then no um, person can serve for two consecutive terms. So two years is the maximum they can serve in that role. 
And then this code outlines the city clerk shall ask, act as the secretary to your commission. The city attorney shall act as your legal counsel. And then every five years, the city clerk shall report on the status of boards and commissions to the city council. So in summary, we've done a lot of work to uplift commission voices. However, I believe we still have much to do. So over the past year, we've ensured that all commissions follow the same high standards as the city council for agendas, meeting facilitation, and legislative history. They mirror the, mirror the council standards and processes. We've created a recruitment video, a commissioner handbook, commissioner orientation and onboarding process, and a meeting facilitation guide for chairpersons. However, there is still much to do to, in order to continue to uplift commission voices and ensure inclusivity. So we will be bringing an update of the council rules of procedure to the city council this fall. And among other things, it will establish a standard and consistent process for, communication, for commissions to communicate and report to the city council, including your accomplishments, your recommendations, and upcoming year objectives. We are working to develop an ongoing training for commissions and department staff. And we intend on expanding recruitment for all commissions with a focus on diversity and inclusion. So I'd like to show a brief a video highlighting our commissions program and then I will be available for questions. Serving as a council appointee to a City of Sacramento commission is both an awesome opportunity and a significant commitment. The following information will give new appointees and potential applicants an overview of the position's roles and responsibilities. The City of Sacramento utilizes more than 25 commissions to promote community and stakeholder input. Most serve in an advisory capacity to the City Council. However, a few are quasi-judicial, complaint reviews, or appeals boards. Serving as a council appointee provides a way for residents who have special experience or interests to participate in the city's decision-making process by advising city staff and the city council on a wide variety of issues. As an appointee, you interact creatively as a link between the city council and citizens of all ages, interests, and backgrounds. You represent the city as a whole and will help facilitate active and inclusive input, ensuring that all voices are incorporated into any recommendation made to the city council. To effectively participate, appointees often have lengthy reports to review in order to prepare effectively for public meetings. Attendance at meetings is essential. The Ralph M. Brown Act, California's open meeting law, and the City of Sacramento's Sunshine Ordinance have requirements to ensure that all city councils, boards, commissions, and committees are inclusive, transparent, and encourage public participation. Agendas must be posted to clearly communicate what the commission will be discussing and how the public can be part of that conversation. The order and conduct of business of council-established commissions are also governed by the City of Sacramento Council Rules of Procedure. It is critical that appointees only discuss items under their purview at an open and public meeting and avoid discussions outside the public forum. A meeting could be any gathering of a majority of appointees to discuss items under their jurisdiction, and discussions in non-public formats such as email, phone, or text message must be avoided. To ensure transparency and a high level of service, appointees have educational requirements such as ethics and sexual harassment training. Appointees may also have reporting requirements such as filing of a statement of economic interests 
FPPC Form 700 upon appointment, annually, and when leaving. We appreciate your interest in the City of Sacramento Board, Commission, and Committee Program, an opportunity for citizens to ensure transparent, open, and inclusive participation in the City's decision-making process. Please visit our website for appointee resources and information on applying to serve. Commissions.CityOfSacramento.org Clerk at CityOfSacramento.org 916-808-7200 so Chair, Vice Chair, and Commissioners, thank you for allowing me to present this evening, and I'm available for any questions. Thank you for your presentation. Madam Clerk, are there any members of the public who wish to speak on this agenda item? Thank you, Chair. I have no speakers with their hands raised for this item. Thank you. Thank you. Are there any commissioners who wish to speak on this item? Do not see any hands raised for public comment. If that is all, then this item is a receive and file, so no vote is required. Um, we will now move on to the next agenda item. The next item is item four ad hoc. Oh, sorry, uh, yes, Chris. Good evening, commissioners. Um, Clerk uh, Cuppy. If this commissioners have follow-up questions or find some later down the road, would they be able to forward them on to you? Absolutely. They can either email me at clerk at cityofsacramento.org or m-c-u-p-p-y at cityofsacramento.org. Thank you so much. I think some of this information, if um, we're able to get that video or not the video, the presentation would be helpful for us to share with them also for them to take a closer look at it because I think there will be some questions once they're, if they look at it again. Thank you. Um, with regard to the ad hoc committee updates, I would just like to advise at this time, we have no active uh, ad hocs. And so this item will not be heard. Thank you. Thank you. I would like to ask about um, an ad hoc that I know was active, the climate action ad hoc, if I'm correct. Um, is that no longer active? And um, are we no longer receiving ad hoc committee um, requests because of the, the new um, ordinance? I apologize, Kylie, if you uh, come here. Chair Hung, I'm sorry if you were speaking to me. I, I don't, I can't hear you very well. Oh, I'm, I apologize. Are you all able to hear me all right? Okay. Um, Rhonda, are you able to hear me okay? No, I'm sorry, I can't. Uh, Ms. Patterson, I can hear if, if I may, I can respond to that question. So yes. the, the new code does prohibit any new ad hocs committees for being from being established. So the direction from the city council, if, if there are existing ad hocs, they would need to complete their business by the end of this this calendar year. And then no ad hocs would be created. Um, if you did have a need for another committee, we would you would need to go through the subcommittee process and present to PNPE the need. 
Thank you. And Chair Hung, if I may, were you asking about the climate ad hoc? Uh, yes. I believe they had their culminating event already, so they would have closed um, that one. Um, so we will now move on to the next item, which is introduction of the Sacramento Youth Commission new commissioners. Um, so new commissioners, if you would like to introduce yourselves, um, I believe name and grade school you're from, as well as um, district you represent would be um, perfect. Hi. Uh, Go ahead, Commissioner Storming. Sorry. Uh, let's see. You said name, grade, and what else? Um, school you're from and district you represent. Got it. <clears throat> uh, hi. My name is Stormy Bergen. I am in sophomore year, tenth grade, at I West Campus High School, and I am in District uh, Five. Thank you. It's nice to have you here. Um, Kylie, I think if we want to go around as an entire commission and then introduce ourselves to the new commissioners, that would be good too. Yeah, that's a good idea. Um, I can start. Um, hi all. I'm Leo. I um am a junior at West Campus High School. I represent District Five. I think yeah, that's all I'm supposed to say. Um, and then I guess we'll just call on people. Um, Commissioner Galvez, you can go next. Hi, my name is Eric Galvez, and I go to UC Davis, but I also went to Sac City, and I went to NP3 High. I am in my last year, so I don't know. Take that as you wish. I, don't, I hope it's my last year. If it's not, I'll tell you guys later. But um, yeah, I represent District 2. That's like the Del Paso Heights area. Uh, Commissioner White, would you like to go? Sure. Um, my name is Anita White. I go to St. Francis. Um, I'm currently a junior, so I've got like two more years of high school left, unfortunately. Um, and I represent District 4. Just forgot there for a second. Oh, um, let's go Commissioner Melissa Gray. You can go next. Uh, hi, I'm Gracie. I go to West Campus High School. I'm a junior. I represent District 3. Um, let's go with Commissioner Urban. Hi, my name is Sage Urban and I go to McClatchy High School. I'm a senior and I represent District 7. Um, let's do Commissioner Morley. Um, hi everyone, my name is Kamora Morley. I attend CK McClatchy High School. I am currently a junior, um, so that's very exciting. <laughs> Um, and I represent District 8, and I will pass it on to, sorry, I'm trying to see who didn't go. Um, I believe Commissioner Marin, you have not gone. My name is Jane. I go to high school, and I'm going to and I'll pass it on to Commissioner Alvaro. 
Hi, everyone. My name is Adia. I go to Intercom High School and I'm a um, mayoral commissioner, but I reside in District 1 and I'll pass it on to Commissioner Fong. Hi, my name is Ainsley. I go to Christian Brothers High School and I'm a junior and I don't think Commissioner Rukai has it gone yet, so I'll pass it on to him. Uh, yeah, my name is Adi. Uh, I'm in 12th grade. And I go to Intercom High School, and I represent District 1. Uh, I, don't, I don't think anyone else has to go, right? Um, I'll go ahead and introduce myself as well. Um, my name is Kylie. Um, I'm a mayoral commissioner, and I'm currently a senior at Miraloma High School. Um, adult allies, would you like to introduce yourselves as well? Yeah, sure. I'll go ahead and start. My name is Sarah Musser. Um, I'm the Recreation General Supervisor, and I've been with the city for six weeks, so I'm super excited to kind of get integrated into the group here. I'm really impressed with everybody, and I'm looking forward to uh, being a part of the work that you guys all do, so thank you. Oh, yeah, I'm supposed to pop it over to someone, huh? Kurt, your uh, camera just came on, so let's yeah. go with you. <laughs> uh, thank you. Uh, my name is Kurt Winliner. I'm a senior deputy with the city attorney's office, and uh, one of my clients is the youth commission. So uh, you can look at me as the attorney for the commission, um, and I could work either directly with the commission in days such as this, where I attend the commission meetings, or I will be working uh, with staff. But um should any legal questions rise from time to time, um, it would be directed to me, and uh, hopefully I get you an answer uh, as quick as, as possible. And uh, I don't see who else is on here. Mindy, obviously, you went. Um, I don't know if Alexis wants to say anything special. Sure, thanks, Kurt. Hi all, I am Alexis. Um, I am currently a deputy city clerk. I currently work in the city clerk's office. So typically when you are applying or if you have some questions, um, I typically am the one to reach out to or any member of my team. And I will go ahead and pass this on to Miss Rhonda. All right, thank you, Alexis. My name is Rhonda Patterson. I'm the program supervisor for civic engagement. And so I do oversee the Sacramento Youth Commission um, as well as the Summit City Hall program. And I'm so happy that all of you are here tonight. Thank you. And is there anyone we need to pass it over? Chris, do you have anything you would like to say? So I will introduce myself. So my name is Chris Wimberly. I am a recreation superintendent within the youth division. Um, and I have been a, an adult ally for the Sacramento Youth Commission along with all youth that are within this, these communities um, for many, many years. And I wanted just to advise that I will be transitioning um, out of the responsibilities of the Sacramento Youth Commission, but I will still be here um, when needed, kind of as that consultant contracted you know, type person. Um, but you guys, have my contact information. If they, you ever have any questions, concerns, comments, please feel free to reach out to me, but you are in great hands with Sarah and Rhonda. Um, and just to let you know, shortly there should be a posting to backfill 
um, the program coordinator position that is for the Sacramento Youth Commission that should be coming um, out soon of recruitment that will be happening. And when that happens, we will make sure to forward that out to you guys so you can share it with your network of adult allies and young people so they can share that information and we can find the right person to continue supporting the Youth Commission. So thank you everybody for all of the work in what you do. Again, I'll still be around. I'm not leaving. I will be here with the city until my last day when I retire, when I don't know when that is. But thank you all for all the work in which you guys do. Thank you so much. We really appreciate you being here. Um, all right, so after introductions, we will move on to the next agenda item, which is commissioner comments, ideas, and questions. Clerk, will you please call on the commissioners? Sure. Thank you, Chair. Commissioners, this is a time to just share updates. So, Commissioner Bergen? Uh, no updates. Thank you. Commissioner Fong? I don't have any updates either. Thank you. Commissioner Francis? Is absent. Commissioner Galvez? I just wanted to clarify if any of the commissioners before me want to give it another go. Usually this is a time for us to give any personal updates. Usually we just say like, oh, this is going on at school. We're having these events or there's something going on within my district. That's usually what we use this time for. Uh, personally, I don't have anything else to update. I've been going to school. I have seen though that in district one, MP3 is going to have a, a Bangarabash and so I love it every time. It's always so fun. Um, but there's going to be some things going on in different districts at the time. There's different school events. Um, what month are we in? It's October. Oh my gosh. If you are a senior and you're going to go into other education beyond, so like if next year you're going to go to school, this would be the time to apply for FAFSA for the 2023-2024 school year. Just so you know, the earlier you get it done, the more opportunity there is for financial aid to go to you. Um, if you're not a senior, don't stress about it, but just be aware there may be workshops within your schools or your district um, letting you um, know what's how to, how to file. I know that FAFSA application has changed this year. I'm not applying, so I won't be able to help you guys at all, but just so you're aware, um, FAFSA filing, uh, Allergy season may be upon us again, or cold flu season, so be careful, stay safe. Um, yeah, I'll see you guys next meeting. Thank you so much, Commissioner Galvez. She did the perfect explanation on this time. So Commissioner Hutt is absent. Commissioner Marin? No updates. Thank you. Commissioner Morley? Um, hi again, everyone. So I wanted to share that in the past couple weeks, my um, school, CK McClatchy, we have been um, maintaining the club BSU, also known as Black Student Union. Um, so I was just very excited to host Club Rush, and it was a very big success. We got over 30 members, so it's going to be a very successful year. Thank you. Thank you. Commissioner Obolu? 
Yeah, um, let's see. I've been working with um, the school site council team at my school. I actually became the parliamentarian of school site council. So um, essentially, we're like right now, since it's like the beginning of the school year, we're like managing budgets and kind of like analyzing what we need to work on in order to better move forward and serve the student. So it's been just really interesting, like sitting in on those meetings. Um, so, yeah. Thank you. Commissioner Ruprai? Yeah, um, I've started program called top or no sorry i've started a program called smiles revolution at my high school where it allows kids of all abilities to sit and talk with uh, the normal student body it promotes it promotes uh equity and um yeah just equity for kids of all abilities and allows them to interact with the with the normal student body i'm very passionate about helping kids with disabilities and uh, I recently also started TAing for the SEC class in PE so I've started teaching them how to play sports and other cool things so yeah thank you Commissioner Miller Segura um, I've been working with the SAC to uh, try to implement more disability accommodations within SUSD school district um, and we're working towards a project with that, uh, with psychiatrists on campus and stuff like that. Um, it's also rally week at West Campus, and I'm rally head for ASB, so I've been planning the event um, with my co-head, and that's been going pretty well. Today was the first day. We had a lot of people dress up. It was cool. Thank you. Commissioner Urban? Um, well, I've been applying to colleges and completing my FAFSA application. Um, also, like Commissioner Morley said, Club Rush was this, I think it was two weeks ago. So I've been busy with book club and key club. And yeah. Thank you. Commissioner White. Um, I mean, this past week is my uh, St. Francis's homecoming week. So my, vo I mean, yesterday my voice was completely lost. I've been really busy with that. Um, and then also sort of on the side in the background, I've been working on sort of <clears throat> implementing a program with 19th News, which is a independent female-run news organization um, to implement a program that you know, allows for youth writers. Uh, so we can talk about youth issues and have, have people write articles. Um, that's in the very beta stages though. So it's sort of in the background of my life. Um, for the most part, I'm just trying to catch up on uh, homework after homecoming week. So it's the vast majority of it. Thank you. Vice Chair Sue. Yeah, um, like I said earlier in the meeting, I've been working with um, Zach Kids First a lot on like um, campaigning and the social media and stuff and like going in canvassing um, and just like that. Um, yeah, Rally Week at West, so that's that's super fun. Um, and yeah, that's that's about it. Thank you. Chair Hong? Hi, uh, yeah, so um, I've been pretty busy with you know, applying to colleges and FAFSA and stuff as well. Um, my school's going to have homecoming soon, so we are also having a rally week as well, so that's going to be exciting. And um, I've recently been able to help out a lot with um, a program called Top Soccer, um, where you're able to help um, teach disabled or special needs kids how to play soccer, and that's been a really um, amazing experience. 
Um, it's at Burberry Park on Fridays if you're interested. Um, I would definitely recommend it. It's an awesome opportunity. Um, so if there are, are there if there are no further comments, um, this concludes today's agenda. Oh. Um, I do want to, you know, barge in right before. I know I saw your hand get raised, Commissioner Storm and Commissioner Fong. I think if you guys want to go again, if you want to give it a try, if not, that's okay before we go off in our meeting. Thank you, guys. Uh, yeah, sorry. I, uh, in, instead of Commissioner, instead of Commissioner Bergen, is it all right if I go by, by Commissioner Storm or Stormy? I didn't really know when to, when to bring it up. So, yeah. Is that all right? We can definitely remember that for future meetings. Um, Commissioner Fong, did you have anything you'd like to say? Um, no, I still don't have any updates. Thank you, though. Um, and thank you, Claire. Um, so I believe this concludes today's agenda. Thank you, everyone, for your participation. And this meeting is adjourned at 7.09 p.m. Thank you, everyone. Bye.